Let's talk about confidence. Race drivers, this is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show. We're talking about emotional intelligence today, specifically confidence, how to get it, how important it is, and to give you some tips on how to improve yours if it's a problem. And it was with Freddie. Freddie's question that inspired this video is this. He said, if I'm honest, then I know what my problem is. It's my lack of confidence. It's killing my dream. Can you please help me become more confident? First of all, congratulations for being so damn honest. And he says he's honest, he absolutely is. And it seems to me that a lot of the time, confidence, you having the ability to be the real you, to have your inside you, the, the one that's hidden inside, outside for everybody to see, exposed, vulnerable as some people call it, for people to do that, for you to have the ability to do that and wear your heart on your sleeve and be the real you, that's difficult for a lot of people because they're worried about how they're going to be judged, how they're going to be perceived, how, it's go how people are going to react to them being them. And it, it, it's, it's criminal, it really is, because it holds you back from expressing yourself for really letting loose and being the person you, sh you can be so you perform better. But ultimately, I can see confidence as being one of the main reasons when you come down to it, when you keep peeling back the layers of why someone's underperforming or not really going for it. Confidence seems to be at the core when it, if they're missing it. you know, If it's not really there, it's not present, they have a lack of confidence. I can see this as being one of the main reasons why people fail. And this kills me to see because there's so many drivers out there that had the potential, you know, they've got the speed to make an amazing career in racing, to reach the dizzy heights, to, to basically achieve the goals that they have in their head and the dreams they have in motorsport, but they don't reach it because their confidence is missing. They don't have the confidence to walk up to that sponsor and talk to them, potential sponsor, or to even approach them about sponsorship, or to talk, about, talk to race teams, you know, and plead with them to give them the drive or to ask for a pay rise, or to say, put me, you know, give me that shot, put me in your big car, I'm ready. And because they don't have that about them or the confidence to do that because they're, they're fearing rejection, they're fearing what that person may think, they never do it in the first place and they get overlooked. And you see it in all walks of life, every industry, every sport, you will see that the people that lack confidence don't go forward in life. And there's a big correlation there between confidence and success because it's you. It's a very alpha kind of way of looking at it, but you need presence in your work area, in your sport, in order to stand out. It is still a bit like the playground at school. The most confident kid is the one that people attract themselves to, even if they don't like them. It's still the one that stands out and goes further, right? and gets more popular, shall we say. And that kind of mindset, the way the public view people is still there now. And if, you, you know, if you're in a race team or if you're in any kind of sp um, sporting environment and you don't look confident, you don't act confident, you don't present yourself in a confident way, your competitors, they have the mental edge over you. If they can see that they've damaged you mentally and you look scared, timid, their confidence raises to the level where they just feel confident and they'll dominate you. 
They might not have the skill, but if they've got the confidence, they will tread all over you, and I promise. And this is where I really want to wake anybody up, including Freddie, who sent in this question. I want to help everybody just just turn up the dial on your confidence levels because it changes your life, I promise you. I was a kid that didn't have much confidence. I kind of yo-yoed. I went to certain schools and I had confidence. I went to, you know, I went from a quite a, a private school. I went there only for a few years and I built up my confidence. And then I went to a school where it was basically <laughs> you got beat up every day if you didn't have the confidence and somehow I let that get to me and it beat my confidence down for a few years until I started to find myself again and stand up for myself and then I became this person who was confident again and it's amazing how you go through life and you have these different levels of confidence but that experience that I went through so just taught me hang on it's me I'm in control of how much confidence I've got it's not a case of I'm born with it or I'm not. It's up to me to use my mind in a way that makes me feel and act confident. And as soon as you start to do that, you see things change. You see, if you're really after what people think about you, you see how people react to you. And if you're, in, you're confident, it's amazing how many doors open up. I mean, just doing these videos now, right? I'm doing a video now. Okay, it's in the office, so I don't need much confidence to do it. But still, you need confidence to kind of record a video and come across the real you. That takes confidence. But I've done it on the grandstands at race weekends. And, and it's still the same thing. You've got people around you. You can be judged. But if I didn't have the confidence to do that, I wouldn't have got a video out. I wouldn't be doing these videos at all. So my life would be then different in a, in a way. You know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing every Monday and I'm loving it because I ain't got the confidence to put a video out. So my confidence has changed my life. And I've seen this with race drivers. If you see a race driver in a garage, if you see anybody, you know, notice body language, right? You can see if someone's confident or not. If you see them, I'm just gonna get back from the video so I can show you this. If you see them stud somewhere, it could be a girl or a boy or whatever, and they're holding their arm like this, you know, they've got their one arm across covering their belly area, holding their other arm, and their head is slightly tilted down, shoulders are slumped. That, my friends, is the stance of somebody who's not confident, especially as well if they don't really give you eye contact. When you've got someone like that, now I'm talking about the racing world, if you've got a driver that's kind of stood like that, race teams don't want them, manufacturers don't want them. They need leaders in their cars. They need strong personalities. Someone who can, basically they can put their badge, BMW, Mercedes, whatever it is, they can put that badge on that driver, on that driver's chest, on their race suit, and they know that that person can carry their brand with confidence. If it's the kind of driver that's timid, you know, they might be quick on track, but they're timid. They don't really get involved in the debriefs very well, they can't voice their opinions, they can't really uh, communicate well or lead the team, they'll choose the driver that's a little bit slower but has got charisma, has got something about them and can actually help them sell cars. So they get a similar position on track, maybe one or two less positions, maybe two or three tenths slower on track, but they're a, they are a good ambassador of the brand. If you haven't got that about you as a race driver, you can nearly forget it. So this is where I want to hit this home. If you want to get anywhere in life, you need confidence. This is for professional 
and personal. You will never have the confidence to go and speak to that boy or girl and chat them up at the bar or wherever it is if you haven't really got the confidence to go and talk to them. It sounds obvious, right? But I can see people falling for it all the time and they're not really prioritizing their personality when they're in their marketplace. You need to if you want to make a career in anything. So let's get practical. The first thing I want to get practical about is you've got to inject motivation. Now, if you've read my Warrior's Mind book, you will know something called the Destiny Mirror. This is pretty much when you have the Snow White Mirror looking into the mirror of destiny to see how your life is going to play out. And you can tinker with things in the modern time, like a timeline that's in this mirror from left to right. Past is left. In the middle is the present day. And on the right of this timeline is your future. You can play with things. This is a, you know, an imaginary visualization exercise. You can play with things in the now and then kind of see how they would play out, simulate how they would play out in the future. Now, if you see yourself now as being this unconfident person who is pretty much afraid of approaching people, of selling yourself, of talking to people and leading your team and being the character that's at the front, the warrior that's at the front of this charging army, if you're not that person, you are timid, you don't really talk, and you're pretty invisible, watch how your life will play out in one, three, five years. You may win a championship, you may do good and get some good results, but if you're not really the right character, you don't really inspire people, you can kind of play out that you'll have an okay career, maybe, but I think your teammates who are just as quick will be favoured by the team and people will be attracted to them and it'll always end up with you being elbowed out. I promise. It's just the way it is. I'm afraid. It's not right. It's not wrong. It should be just on talent and speed. I know, but really it comes down to the character. You see it in the boxing and the fighting world, right? Like the Conor McGregor's of the world. Not the best in the world, but because of the character, he beat opponents before they were even in the ring and plenty of fighters have done this. He, he was more successful. He built the sport up more. Like a lot of people don't even watch UFC now he's gone. You love him or hate him, he still wanted to see him win or lose. And that was because of the confidence, right? I'm not saying you've got to be like that, but it just gives you an example of what I'm trying to say here. Now, if you were to have more confidence, you were to be more magnetic to people, you were to attract them more, people wanted to be around you, people wanted to help you more because you had this presence about you, then you can play out in the destiny mirror how that will look. And I'll tell you what, it will be different. This is for you to get motivation. You won't change anything about you without motivation. That means pain and pleasure. You've got to paint out your life if you carry on being trodden on, overlooked because of your lack of confidence, how that will look like in five years, how that will look in five years. And then pay to pincher if I just show up, inspire people, get my team to work harder for me, be the kind of character and leader I need to be to attract attention and see how that plays out in five years, it'll be different. And it's, you're not even making this up. This is exactly what's gonna happen. This isn't just imagining things, visualization exercise. It's the path you're walking. If you don't have confidence, you're heading towards that five-year sort of timeline, destiny, that you painted. So take the time to do that. Tell the brain that this is important. Then you'll have the motivation to act. The second thing I want you to do is control your self-talk. This is how you talk to yourself. If you're saying, I'm not good enough, I don't know if I can do it, do I deserve this? 
If you're saying them sort of things, you're not going to get confident because the brain will come back and probably say, no, you're no good. <laughs> Just give up. Stay in the background. Don't be exposed. That's the talk of a lack of conf a person sorry, with lack of confidence. You make sure that you're your biggest cheerleader. This isn't just positive mental attitude and pumping yourself up. It's like, it's like having your own little coach on your shoulder, whispering in or shouting in your ear the kind of thoughts you need in there for you to be at your best. So if you're thinking about approaching somebody for sponsorship or whatever, this is where the self-talk comes in. It's like, oh, what if they say no? What if they're busy? What if they ain't got time? What? I don't think I'm dressed correctly. I don't think I'm gonna come across well. Maybe I should do it tomorrow. That's lack of confidence. On the flip side, if your self-talk is saying, this is your chance, get yourself in their face. If they listen to you, they might just give you the chance. This could be your moment. Go for it. This is amazing. All of a sudden, you get a bit more motivation. You pop your shoulders back, you go and talk to them, introduce yourself, and then you see where it goes. You're just talking to them, basically. But at least then, you come away from that conversation or that moment, again, looking at the destiny mirror. These are the tiny little decisions you make that change your path. You've spoken to the person, you've given them a card, you've asked them for a coffee because you want to talk to them later on next week. Brilliant. If they've said no, then at least you know. Self-talk at, at the critical moments will cause you to either have confidence or not. You've got to take control of it. When you go into your race team, it's like, right, how can I inspire them? A question, you just ask yourself a question that's going to take you towards actions that make you more confident when you go into that race team. So take care of your self-talk. Constantly condition it. Always look out for, am I beating myself down? Am I talking myself out of taking these actions and being that person today? I think so. I better put in the kind of thoughts that I need to make me confident. Whether that's listening to music that pumps you up and you're talking to yourself at the same time. Either way, get the kind of signals flowing around your brain that make you confident. Third thing is get your mind on the task. Remember what you're doing things for. If there's a situation where you know you've got to step up, you've got to say something, you've got to be a certain person, you take your mind away from, it's kind of like self-talk, which is where the focus goes. You take your mind away from, what if it doesn't go right? What if they judge me? And you put it more into, what's the main goal here? What do I want out of this meeting? What do I want out of approaching this person? What do I want out of this race weekend? And then you start to reverse engineer that. So you know that you want to get an answer, whether it's a yes or a no to whatever you proposed. And you need to know now, you're gonna to start to step up and just ask them straight out. So, and you're putting basically the goal ahead of your feelings. Does that make sense? It's kind of like, right, when I'm sort of like not feeling confident, I've gotta remember what the cause is, what's the goal, what do I want out of this, and how important is it to me? It's really important. I really wanna know if it's a yes or no for this sponsorship, because I've asked him three weeks ago. I've gotta find out, because it's getting late in the, in the season. I'm gonna do it. Right, so it kind of you kind of like uh, stacking up all the reasons why you should take action. It's kind of like basically getting off your backside, and in doing that, it outweighs the kind of fears that you have for asking this person if they're going to give you sponsorship or whatever it is. So if you're not feeling confident going into a situation, you take care or you you make sure that you focus on what's the main goal here and why do I want it. 
And very often that just kicks you into action rather than saying, I'll do it another day. Number four, big one, screw what other people think. This is gonna take a lot of conditioning, but confidence seem, a lack of confidence seems to come from people worrying about, a lot of the time, what people think about them, how they're gonna react. But you know what? Spending less time about how other people may perceive you and how they look at you and what they say about you, spending less time there, is, it's like my big unlock. As soon as I got rid of that, bang, Enzo was back again. But when you put that as a filter, and it's quite common nowadays because everyone's got opinions on you. As soon as you put that there, as, as, uh, it governs your behavior. It governs how you think about yourself. You've got to get rid of that. When you're a kid and you didn't really care about what people thought, you were you. When you were a sperm and you were going on, the, on your way to the egg, it was just focused on task. Like I just said, the third thing I said, you focused on the task and you didn't care about all these millions of others, hundreds of millions of others. You just went. That's the kind of person you need to be if you're going to make a career in anything. So it's, it's overcoming the school ground, the school playground mentality of trying to be cool, trying to be accepted. If you want to be an outlier, if you want to be outstanding, you've got to stand out. And if you stand out, you're going to get more people judge you because you, you're pretty much making them look at themselves. You, you're an easy target, but you've got to get used to it. In a comments world, opinionated world that we live in now, when people pass judgment on you, they're kind of doing it just flippantly. We all do it, right? We see someone do something and we'll say, you know, we'll judge them. But then we move on to the next person. So we're not even thinking about that person anymore. If we knew that it really hurt that person, if they heard us say these things about them, we wouldn't do it. Like, I'm so sorry. It was just a flippant remark. I didn't give myself even two seconds to walk in your shoes and see things your way. I just cast out judgment like people do a lot. It's, you don't understand then, oh, actually it didn't really mean anything. They just saw it from their angle, gave a quick opinion, moved on to the next person, gave a quick opinion. But that's how we work, right? So you can't take opinions and how people view you as serious. You've got to think about it in terms of how does the industry see me? Because I'm a brand, fair enough. You want to come across as the kind of driver they want to employ. But when it comes to, just the way people are thinking about you it, and, and what they might think if you go and approach them. That sort of stuff, just put it to a side. It's not important. Anyone who gives judgment on you and the way you are, it's just a passing comment. They don't really think much about it. They don't care enough about you. People don't care about you, honestly. No matter what they say, it's just, it's still, you have got to be strong enough internally so no one can affect you externally. And number five, treat life like a computer game. This is something I love to do. You're the character on the screen in the middle. You're walking through life. You've got certain missions. You've got an overall mission. Say you've got this big career that you're really trying to crack and that's the, the theme of the computer game. But you've got these mini missions you have to do in order to get the big goal. And I want you to see your life as if you were playing a computer game. So you are that character, you're in third person and you're getting that person to do the actions the missions, completing the missions that they need to do to continue the quest, the journey of the whole game. And the more you see your life like that, it's like, right, what have I got to do now? Oh, I've got the next task that I've got on my list is to call up the race team, to pitch myself to them or to ask them, you know, how much is the budget or whatever. And I've got to do at least four of them 
this week. That's the task. And you set yourself and do it. And you see it like a computer game. As soon as you get a yes or a no or a this is how much it's going to cost, you've completed that task and you're moving on to the next mission. And I want you to see life like that. Because if you do, again, what's it doing? It's taking you out of how do I feel about it and more focused on the task. Where the focus goes, the energy flows. I'll say it to death. It's an old saying. But that's what this is all about. If you start taking control of your self-talk, you give yourself enough motivation to change, you take control of your self-talk, you keep your mind on the task, I tell you what, you will start to grow confidence. You'll start to make the mini actions, take mini actions that will that need confidence to do, and you'll stack them, and you'll start to become a different character. These are some very practical things to do, to take control of, but it's all about mindset. Mindset and applying things, application, getting out there and testing things. Screw what other people think. This is your one chance to create the life, the computer game, the virtual reality that you live in. Create the life that you want. This is it. This is the one chance you're gonna get. Are you gonna let confidence completely hold you back and make it impossible to win? Or are you just gonna get out there and be yourself? It's totally up to you.